Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 243rd episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Sandy, uh, I don't know if you heard, but my son's born was born last week. I heard. <laughs> so yeah. walk us uh, walk us through how it all went down. Yeah. So uh, last on last week's episode, it came up late because again, my son was was born. Uh, he was born Sunday morning, and we didn't get back from the hospital till uh, what was it Tuesday. So I think I, I think I uploaded the episode either on Tuesday or Wednesday. But uh, yeah, so the story the story goes on Saturday. I spent a lot of the day just kind of getting things ready around the house. Um, a lot of our weekends lately had just been dedicated to this like nesting period where we've been setting up the nursery, we've been setting up our bedroom, just getting things in order for uh, for the baby. At the time, we didn't know it was a boy. It's a boy. Um, and so Sunday morning. Lena wakes wakes up at like 5.30-ish, right? And I don't know if she had made a noise or if I just coincidentally woke up, but I just had to go to the bathroom to pee. So I wake up at like 5.30 and Lena says something to me and I was like still completely out of it. So um, what she'd said was, it's starting. And I was like, well, hold on, hold on. What's happening? She's like, no, it's it's starting. I was like, like the baby. She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. She's like, I just want to let you know, you know, go back to sleep. It's going to take some time. We're going to need to be refreshed. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go to the bathroom, come back, and she's hit with a contraction. And the contraction was pretty intense. Like everything that we've, everything that we had learned in, in these like pre um, baby or pre labor courses were all about training you and what to expect when you're going through labor, what mom could do, what your support person or dad would be able to do to, um, to be there for for the 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 soon-to-be mom and so she's hit with a contraction i kind of like put my hand on her try to like kind of soothe her but she like immediately was like no no don't touch me um so she had to kind of just you know fight through it and so it was immediately like hmm well first of all that seemed too soon to the last one that you had and it seemed too intense like every again, everything we've talked about in the classes before, where you know this the the early labor is going to be, it's like annoying. It's I don't know how to describe it, but you'll be able to function still. There there are women who will be going through this early stages of labor and and like be doing chores and things around the house. Her cousin had a baby about three months ago now, and she had assembled a bookshelf during this stage. And so when Lane is hit with this, it's like. It, she can't function at this stage so it's like okay i don't let me let me uh, i was just like okay i gotta i want to like see where we are so i quickly run downstairs and i find the folder with the material like these worksheets and stuff and and, and just like pamphlets from these classes that we had taken and i wanted to kind of just recap the uh breathing techniques and like how far along the contractions should be at certain stages which Every time I tell the story, everyone thinks it's absolutely hilarious. They're like, rest of the here, like trying to like make sense of everything. I was like, not re- like, I'm just trying to, there's this material that I knew that I, that I didn't have. And I knew when the time came, I was like, okay, I want to be able to reference everything. Right. Um, so I get the sheet 
and it has information on the contractions and you're only supposed to call the hospital or birth center or whatever and go when the contractions are either four or five minutes apart they're lasting for a minute each and they're and it stays that way for a full hour so don't call them up don't call them up on the third contraction of that cycle they want you to be experienced that experiencing that for about an hour and at that point it's going to be pretty difficult for you to be doing anything mm-hmm. and and that's kind of that the the period they call transition so i was like that you know the the contractions at this particular point they are not they are very irregular at this point it seemed like they were coming like every like 2 to 3 minutes they were lasting about 30 to 45 seconds maybe um but we did not have that like that length of of time with which they were coming this was like oh three in a row that were coming like three in 10 minutes but again it's only been in 10 minutes and they're not lasting they're lasting for like 30 to 45 seconds um so lena like goes to the bathroom and i'm just kind of in the bedroom and all of a sudden i hear her like kind of fall to the ground i quickly like run over there i try to open the door and i end up like hitting her head with the bathroom door um and Jesus. which i don't even think she really realized or or like processed a ton um so she was just kind of like hunched was like, she concussed no she was in uh the uh, uh the, the cat cow type of pose like a yoga pose and she was just in that position for probably like 30 minutes so i'm just there obviously not sleeping i'm i'm uh, folding laundry just kind of like again making myself useful like getting the house in order because again for for those who don't know like this labor process really can take a long time like all day it can last between like they usually say like 8 to 24 or even more hours so you're really in this for the long haul and so it's like okay let's get ourselves together let's get the house together let's get everything everything that like we need to have done we'll get it done during this like during like today right everything that has to be done today will be done today so like i still hadn't packed my overnight bag um which you typically do right like you 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 have a bag with a change of clothes toothbrushes toothpaste um work laptop whatever it might be for a a stay in the hospital overnight you know um so i was going i'm gonna i'm gonna do that later on too so lana comes out the bathroom at this point it's probably about 6.45, I want to say. Maybe, yeah, probably about like 6.45 or so. And so I go to the bathroom. I start to brush my teeth. I'm shaving, um, which my dad thinks is hilarious that I was shaving. Um, like, <laughs> Yeah, look good for those photos. I get it. N- n- <laughs> it's just, again, all day. It's like an all-day thing. You, well, you want, you want Gordon's uh, first reaction Look, upon seeing you to be is, like who is this, this scrub this, this is literally my morning routine i brush my teeth i shave my head i just uh i like get some of the the uh the the stray hairs that are growing on my beard i kind of keep it i have i kind of ha- i kind of keep a steady line on my face and i have hairs that grow um higher on my cheeks and also lower on my neck and i always i always touch those up every morning so i'm just doing my usual morning routine really and all of a sudden lena starts like audibly like screaming i guess i wouldn't really call it screaming but but definitely making noises and and pretty loud um crying out yeah i guess so she wasn't making those sounds before and so i like open the bathroom door and i'm kind of peeking out like this seems interesting it's not supposed to be this intense at this particular point and i forgot to mention at 5 30 her mom had actually also woken up to go to the bathroom her mom usually wakes up pretty early and so 
coincidentally we we got her and we're like oh it's happening her mom was like oh all right and she like went downstairs and again prepping for the day she started like she was trying to cook meals that we had um breakfast lunch dinner um for however long it was going to take and so her mom comes upstairs and lana's like because lana i guess didn't realize that i was kind of like looking out and i was there um she's like it's coming and i'm just like that's not possible <laughs> and her mom's like it is possible um and which she i think is like the highlight of her day just like that statement um and they so uh, lena was having like a version to the lights so i turned off all the lights um close all the curtains we have blackout curtains so it's pretty dark in the bedroom um we have a little um her mom has a little bird um and so he was being a bit loud so i was like closing doors and um her mom comes to the room she turns the light on and sure enough, there's literally a baby's head, like, out. It was, like, what? pretty much delivered already. So her mom's, like, immediately, like, call the birth center, call 911. We got to, you know, do it. So I call the birth center, leave a message. Leave a message? Um, Where are these people? Well, because they're, they're on call. They have they have a um, they have an answering service. So it's, it's a the birth, we were going to be delivering at the birth center, which is um, operated by midwives and nur- nurses, not, not any doctors. And it's only for, like, low-risk people um mothers so uh-huh. they will in, and they're all about like education so you take a bunch of courses beforehand to help you in that transition period as you become a parent and things to look for and how to care for your baby so they they operate under kind of a different set of standards if you go to a hospital and deliver oftentimes you have people who don't do any type of prep whatsoever and so i think when it comes to the hospitals they're typically operating as if you know nothing about what to expect and mm-hmm. that's kind of the information that they're they're often feeding you at the hospital and the level of care they think you're capable of providing is also at a bare minimum so the birth center definitely gives you a lot more of the resources and 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 trains you leading up to your baby's birth to help you in those periods so we were going to be doing it at the birth center and so they don't you know it's not like 911 you can't call 911 get connected to the birth center so you call the birth center and it was still like 6 a.m or I guess six, it was probably like 7 a.m. at this point, but they, they're they still not open. So you get connected to an answering service who then will call the on-call midwife. So, But I called 911 immediately after that and got connected with the paramedics. They, um, they sent, well, not paramedics, but, you know, the operator picks up. He kind of walks me through some of the things I needed to do, and he also sends the paramedics over. But when I'm on the line with him, the baby came out, like, her mom didn't really deliver him so much as Lena pushed him out and he kind of swam his way out of there. The whole process took Jeez. less, like, we'll just say two hours total. It's not supposed to be that fast. <laughs> Everything about it was just like super quick and like extremely surprising. Um, so the paramedics came um, or so before the paramedics came, I, I tied the, uh, the umbilical cord off with a piece of string. And um, and then when the paramedics came, we, we cut it. And then she got loaded into the ambulance and got taken to the hospital because one, they won't take you to the, um, they can't take you to the birth center because they're not a, you know, a well, care right. providing facility or whatever. Yeah. And two, you know, the baby came so fast and everything, you know, mom and baby weren't under any type of like monitoring beforehand. So you take them to the hospital just to make sure everything's all good. So we get there. Um, they had to deliver the placenta still. So they, they did that. My issue with the, one of my biggest issues with the hospital were the doctors that were there at this point. They 
I guess they do this so much that and 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 not such like such a um, not under these types of like scenarios that they were I don't know like they just didn't talk us through things that they were going to do they would start doing it and they would say this is what we're doing but like what they were doing was extremely painful and they would start explaining it in a very calm way but like one of it was they needed to deliver the placenta and so they started like pushing on her uterus and were pulling the umbilical cord and that was painful for her and they're like they just do it and they're like we need to deliver the placenta so we're going to do this and like bam they, they pull it out right and it's like well, why didn't you say that before you started doing anything you didn't explain it and it wasn't like it was an urgent situation it's not like she was it's not like she had just been shot and they needed to deliver care immediately you can't like take two seconds and just explain what you're going to do so that she can brace for it. Well, but is the, the, the uh, that, does that sound like it's common practice for them? I have no idea. I really don't because again, what we our situation was was extremely uncommon. Is it time sensitive? I don't. It shouldn't be. I mean, we're what I'm saying is like three seconds. Like it's not. It's it it, it shouldn't have been time sensitive based on how long we were sitting mm-hmm. there and they weren't doing it and then they started doing it. Like, yeah, I have no idea. None of it seemed. The other thing was they wanted to. Um, they needed to. She had, she had a couple of tears from when she delivered um, our son Gordon, and they needed to. Um, they needed to put some stitches in, and Lena has a um, uh, an, an allergic reactions to lidocaine, so they couldn't give her lidocaine. They gave her a heavy narcotic to kind of numb her, I guess, in some sense. They let that sit for like 20 ish minutes and then they came back and then they needed to again like push on her uterus and then they needed to kind of go in and do the sutures but they didn't they didn't like talk her through that they, no one ever like said we're gonna push on your uterus right now they just did it and then she starts explaining it and it was so painful that lena just like natural reaction or instinct is to push the doctor's hand away and she kept trying to push the doctor's hand away. And the doctor was like, stop trying to push my hand away. She was getting really upset with Lena. And Lena was like, I'm not trying to. Like, you don't understand. It's extremely painful. Like, it's just happening. And uh, eventually, like, nobody, like the nurse, nobody else was trying to, like, take her hand. So I was already holding one of her hands. I had to take her other hand and just hold it while they were doing what they needed to do. But it was extremely painful. I, I never, like, came, I never came close to crying that day. Like when, you know, everything happened so fast. I don't think I had time to fully process everything. But like that, just seeing her and the amount of pain that she was in, like that yeah. was easily like, yeah, the, I'm, I'm, it was, extreme, it was extremely, yeah, it was extremely emotional and really upsetting because I just feel like some of this could have been, I feel like some of this could have been made a lot better if someone had explained it. Like, hey, I'm going to push down here. It's going to hurt, right? You're expecting the pain from the sutures, right? But you, you didn't say that you're going to be doing this, which is going to hurt too. And probably more than the sutures. So I just feel like a little bit more um, just discussion would have gone a long way for her. Anyway. You, uh, you said that you were working primarily with the birthing, the birthing center leading up to leading up to sort of the, the birth of, uh, of yeah. Gordon. Did Was there like a, a hospital counterpart that you were working with as well? No, you don't even really work with one. I mean, we had gone to a hospital in Elkton, which is closer to our house. Christiana Hospital is 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 like a so the the birth center and Christiana Hospital are about equidistant. They're right down the road from each other, mm-hmm. which are about fifteen minutes from our house. But 
uh, Union Hospital, which is in Elton, is about 10 minutes from us, maybe even okay. less. So we did a bunch of classes and actually had um, toured all these facilities. Union Hospital was easily our second choice. Um, but no matter but because of the way it happened, we it, we had to go to, to Christiana because we're, we live in Delaware. We live in New York. Any um, I don't even think if we call the a specific ambulance company in Elkton, I don't think they actually could have served us in Delaware to take us then to Union. So um, what the birth center does, they, they do work with Christiana. So what happened was when I did speak to the midwife, um, I guess as the paramedics were there, because she tried calling my phone multiple times, but we were on nine, we were on the line with nine one one for so long that eventually she called Lena's phone and she's like, "Okay, they're going to take you to the to Christiana. We've already faxed your records over, so they have everything that you need. So you don't really like you don't really work with both of them, but the birth center is extremely quick to get the records and and, and details over to Christiana mm-hmm. as soon as possible. Now most doctors would be like, "Oh well, I wouldn't really have." A child at a birth center because they're not capable of doing like a c-section for example or they don't have like a NICU right so that's why they only serve low-risk women now if you get to the birth center and something's not looking right they put you into an ambulance and they send you down the road to the hospital and you get cared for there which does happen and that's why they have the ability to kind of get your records get your information over to Christiana so we got so everything was sent over to Christiana we're there and they are testing they're just doing like um you know post-birth tests on on gordon getting his weight and whatever and before they sent us to uh, maternity which is where um the mothers go after the delivery so we were in labor and delivery initially we get sent to maternity but they were they were um checking his vitals and they found that his respiratory rate was a little high it was 64 breaths per minute and for an infant it should be between 30 and 60. um and so they were like, oh, it could be a bit high. It, or it is a bit high. It, it could be a sign of an, of an infection because Lena wasn't, you know, we weren't in the hospital, not under mo- monitoring or anything. We couldn't like receive antibiotics if necessary. So they were just a little worried that she, he could have some type of infection. It's just a little bit elevated, but they wanted to just be sure. So they were like, we're going to send him to the NICU. Um, we're not going to admit him to the NICU, but we're going to send him there just for further observation. Mm-hmm. And they did note that they were getting his respiratory rate while he was under a heat lamp. And at this point, he was already a bit warm. They had him under a, under a heat lamp for a bit because he was a bit cold initially. And as he warmed up, they had kept, kind of kept the lamp on. And then at this point, he was a bit hot. Um, the other thing was I, I spoke with my with uh, Majib, my brother, who's a doctor. And he was like, well, what happens with um, babies who were born via C-section is they're born extremely quickly, right? You, you're basically uh-huh. pulling them directly from the womb. And he was saying that babies born via c-section typically have um their they don't their their lungs aren't able to clear naturally as they're being birthed as they as a baby who's born vaginally would their lungs get clear to those fluids and so if you have fluids in your lungs you have to breathe you have to breathe a lot quicker to um to to you have to breathe a lot faster to get the same amount of, of of air as you would if you didn't have fluid in your lungs and so Majib was saying, well, because he was born so fast in about two two hours, it could have kind of simulated in some sense a C-section birth. And so he could have still had um, fluid in his lungs, which would lead to that high respiratory rate. Nothing to be like alarmed about. It, 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 it clears. But he was saying that, that could be one of the reasons why. 
Anywho, we go to this. We go to the NICU. They get him under observation there, and his um, his respiratory rate came down pretty pretty quickly. So it was actually a really short stay in the NICU. During that time, I um, after like getting those results, I went back to the house and grabbed a few things. I didn't have like a bag of my stuff packed, like I mentioned, and because we had just jumped in the ambulance, um, or I guess I jumped in my car, but Lena was in the ambulance. I never had a chance to get that bag packed. So I packed up some clothes, went uh, went back to the hospital after picking up some food and um, met up with them in, in the maternity ward. Mustafa, my older brother, was coming into town just coincidentally this day from San Francisco. It was literally only home for like 24 hours. And he was able to come to the hospital with my dad and meet Gordon. So he was the first of my siblings to meet him. And I, that was, you know, highly unexpected. I, I should have mentioned too, Gordon was born at 38 weeks in one day. So just 13 days short of that full 40. Mm-hmm. Although anything after 37 weeks is full term. Gotcha. So um, at that point, we are like, Lane is still holding out hope that we can get out of the hospital, you know, ASAP. It's, at that point, they had said, oh, you might be able to get out within 24 hours. But typically the hospital's protocol is 48 hours. Um, so the next morning we speak with pediatrics and they're like, yeah, we don't really do 24 hours. So we're going to have you stay for 48. So Elena was a bit frustrated with that, but we stayed on, we stayed there for 48 hours. It was for the most part the, the everyone was great. All the nurses were awesome. Um, the, there was a, f- a physician's assistant, uh, whose name is escaping my memory right now, but she was awesome. She was, she explained everything extremely well. She was really nice. Um, you know, it was, it was still like a pretty positive experience. And the nice thing was having these people who are professionals and, uh, are sympathetic in a lot of ways, kind of there helping you as a new parent, as a first time parent. Um, we got pictures taken of him, some professionals pictures. And so we, I just purchased those pictures, um, last night. Nice. So we, we got some, yeah, we got some official photos of Gordon. It's, and, and then we came home on, um, Tuesday, Tuesday, like afternoon. There so we've go. been we've been here. I've been working from home since um since Monday and I'll be heading back into the office on Tuesday. So I'll I'll work from home again tomorrow. I think my plan is going to be work from home Mondays and Fridays, go into the office Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, he's been he's been doing really well. Um it's it's certainly a change, right? The Lena hasn't been getting as much sleep. I have been because I'm not the one who's waking up and feeding him. Um, but it does still wake me up every now and again. So I'm oftentimes am a, like I'll become a bit conscious and say, see them awake, um, which certainly does affect your sleep. But I think over the last, I think since the first like three days, those, those are a bit rough for me, but lately I've been feeling pretty well rested in the mornings. It will be a bit hard though. Like he, he doesn't, his sleep schedule is a bit tough (laughs) he like the last few nights we've been going to sleep at like midnight and that's not going to work for me when i need to go to the office when i need to be up at like six get that train so i need it i need to see if we can get it if we can get everyone to sleep at about 10 starting tonight or monday since i'll be working from home tomorrow as well but um yeah, it's been good. He's he's uh he's he sleeps a lot. He eats a lot, and he's extremely cute. I mean, you have to say that he's your own kid. Yeah, well, no. Nah. <laughs> I'm telling you, have you seen him? I've seen photos of Gordon. Yeah, 
you sure he's yours? He doesn't look like you. He doesn't look like anybody. That's the thing people yeah. – so I keep getting really different uh, responses to this. Some people are like, yeah, he just looks like a baby. He doesn't look like anybody. And some right. people are like, yeah, I don't think a baby – I don't think babies, like infants, newborns ever look like their parents. They have to like I, grow into it, right? Yeah, that's my thought, you know? Like he comes out, he, his skin is so is so light. It's starting, it's starting to darken up a bit now. Mm-hmm. But just a touch, you know, it'll take time. But he doesn't have features that really mimic what I think – of when i think of like either my face or lena's face but some people see some people see pictures of him and they're like oh my god he looks just like you and some people see him and like oh my god he looks just like lena and a lot of people see him and they're like yeah he doesn't really look like either of you yet right like he just looks like a baby dude like when we're in the hospital i'm seeing all these other babies around and i'm like yeah they look just like him if if you were to have me pick my own son out of a lineup you know 24 hours after he was born I'm not sure to you that I'd be able to pick them out because they all look yeah. they all look so similar. Yeah, they're totally. all sitting there with their eyes closed, that little cute like little look on their face, and their hands just kind of curled up. Like they all they all look really similar. Right. So, so yeah, I don't think he really looks like anyone yet. But if you look at a picture of him today compared to what he looked like on day one, you will definitely see that he looks different. I don't know if I think that he's getting any more features that look more like us. You know, we see him constantly evolving so it's difficult for us to see that transition mm-hmm. out unless we look at those pictures but i would say certainly within the next like month i think we'll start to see some of those features like oh, okay you know that he's got my ears or he you know he's got my lips or whatever it might be yeah well first off congratulations to you and elena thank you happy that elena's healthy yeah gordon's healthy how did you guys can you uh are you willing to talk about how you arrived at the name Gordon? Yeah, sure. Um so he uh Gordon is the name. It's her, it's her dad's last name. It's the last name of his family. And so oh. it went oh, her family. His yeah, family? His, oh, his family. family. Her gotcha. yeah, she has her mom's last name. Gotcha. So it's his family. So yeah, that that was it. I mean, it was it was pretty easy when when it when it came up at some point. I was like, "Oh, that's it. That's that's the one." And his middle name is Ali, which was my mom's dad's first name. Okay. Man, he's a he's certainly a, a branch that connects a lot of uh, other branches, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Gordon Gordon Ali Hammond. I mean, it certainly maintains the uh, or continues the streak of uh, <laughs> strong masculine names. Yeah, he's got two very English names now too, Gordon yeah. and Hammond. Yeah. Um, this is incredible. I mean, yeah. when you, because I was in, uh, I was in Chicago. Carolyn and I were in Chicago, and then you texted us. And I was like, we were like, holy crap. We were. I don't. I mean, I didn't. I know what I expected, but I certainly didn't expect you to have the baby. And certainly, it sounds like you didn't either. Uh, expected to have the baby so soon, but happy yeah. that uh, everyone's really healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, it was at that point, it was really, I, I kept talking to people about it uh, for that entire week. I'm like, it, it can happen at any minute now. So I'm, I'm ready. You know, I got my phone, my phone's like was constantly on loud. I had, I had gas in the car. I was prepared for, any, for, for anything, um, or at least for it to happen at any time. I wasn't prepared for it to be a two hour delivery or two hour birthing process. I didn't actually explain this prop. I didn't explain this properly. So since this is our first child, we like, 
neither of us were familiar with what these feel like what this was going to feel like and what it was going to look like if this was say like if if our first child was a, a typical birth and and then this was our second child and Lena was waking up feeling like this i think we probably would have gotten into the gotten into the car immediately and driven to the birth center or a hospital or whatever it might be but Lena's sitting there and and because she was in so much pain and it was so uncomfortable she wasn't really communicating a lot of it with me it was really just okay i was asking what can i get you i'm not trying to be i'm not trying to disturb you but what do you need right now like ice pack close the blinds or whatever it might be right um but that's why it was so that like that's why we never left the house i'm not sure I'm not sure how many people would really would have left the house, even if this was baby number two and the first one was a lot more typical, because this in general just isn't a typical thing that happens usually. One of the nurses in the NICU, she had she just had a child four months ago and she said she delivered at home on her bed too. Unplanned home birth. Like it was just it just happened really fast. So that was that was the main thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like we waited too long. Some people get sent back home after going to the hospital and they're, oh, they're like, you're not far along enough, right? And yeah. so you go back home and then all of a sudden the baby decides, oh, now's the time. And they, right. and they progress fast. Um, so this wasn't that. We never even really had a chance to say, okay, where are we right now? But yeah, Lana's a trooper. I mean, did not, no pain meds whatsoever. I think she took, I think she took a Tylenol at some point, like within 20 minutes of him being birthed. But I don't think that really does anything for you. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. for when it comes to those pains, I'm not sure that that was going to help. Yeah. Um, man, I'm excited to meet him. Yeah. Yeah. He's been pretty good with people. My dad just came have to a visit. Third, like a dedicated third. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I, I just got, I just played, I just played video games for the first time. I like, a week or two yesterday you, play, you played more video games after he was born than before he was born yeah i had i had a decent session i played for like 90 minutes or so last uh yesterday lena lena and her mom were both taking a nap gordon mm-hmm. was taking a nap i was i was doing some work but I, I wasn't i wasn't trying to bring him down to the basement it's cold down here so i was like all right well let me just uh i'll shut it down i wasn't trying to be working all day anyway i, I really wanted to chill so i was like it's as good as any it's as good of a time as any to um you know put the computer to sleep, hang out in the living room. And at that point I was like, all right, well let's try some video games. I tried, um, I played a little Metro last light. How was it? It was fun. I, but I had to restart the game three times because the first, they have different difficulty settings. So the original Metro 2033, which I played years ago on the PC was, they had a few different settings. Um, one of them was, or so the, the game, it's like, I think, call like survival mode right and then they had different settings like easy medium hard and then like ranger and then ranger hardcore so the game uses um you have ammo right and ammo is both your uh your means of defense against enemies as well as currency so you can't you don't necessarily want to blow through all your ammo because then you can't purchase upgrades um so you want to try to use your ammo as sparingly as possible not just because you want to survive the next battle, but because you want to purchase stuff. Um, so in this game, there is there's two different difficulty settings, like two starting difficulty settings. One is Spartan, one survival. Survival is more like the original Metro 2033. 
And then I think in each of those settings, they have a varying levels of difficulties. Again, like easy, medium, hard, and then they have Ranger and Ranger Hardcore. And I was like, all right, I'm going Ranger Hardcore. But Ranger Hardcore has no heads-up display, no hints, nothing, right? It's so mm-hmm. extreme. It's so extreme that they don't tell you what the damn, like what damn buttons to press to do stuff. So like one of them is like you're dead now, all right. So you're living life on <laughs> Ranger like, Extreme. Uh, so you I'm gotta on Ranger Extreme. You just have to extrapolate that. You just gotta step it up, man. You you can't play. You can't. I don't want to say it, but you can't blank this game anymore. All right, you can't play this campaign on easy. That's all I'm gonna say. Look, I got to a point very early into the game where it was like, oh, put your gas mask on. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me put my gas mask on. I right. open up the I open up the controller settings, and I'm like, what's the gas mask button? There's nothing listed in there that says this is the gas mask button. So I'm like, how do I put? So I start pressing every button. I can't. Nothing's working. So I Google, how do you put your gas mask on? You got to hold like the left bumper to open up the menu, like the equipment menu, and then you have to hit Y to equip the gas mask. But because you don't have a heads up display. The game doesn't bring up the equipment wheel when you're holding left bumper. So the game, this difficulty setting is really meant for you if you've played this game before, basically. Oh, you mean kind of like New Game Plus? Yeah, and basically it's like, okay, you know the controls. We don't need to explain how to use a med kit. We don't need to explain how to do this and that. But the other thing is you don't even get like an ammo counter. I don't think you can tell how much ammo you have in your inventory. So it just seemed a little too extreme for me. I was like, all right, screw this. I'm going down to Ranger because that was first Ranger Hardcore. Ranger has a limited heads up display and blah, 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 right? I get into the game like, I don't know if this is enough heads up display. Again, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what the buttons are. So I was like, screw this. We're just going to like the hardest non-Ranger difficulty. I I need that full HUD. So I went with that. Um progressed through for about an hour into the game um hanging out with gordon while while i was doing it so every now and again he would like get a little fussy so i put him on my lap for a little bit and played and then um and then kind of just transit transition him back to his spot and then uh, i will say that, this I made dinner i will say this you need to be a positive male influence in your son's life <laughs> all right and one of the ways to do that yeah is to stick through whatever difficulty setting you started mm-hmm. out this game on no not doing your it. your son is sitting there watching you play and he's gonna be like dude you're a quitter <laughs> i saw what here's you did thing. you went here's, back he was sleeping all right here's the thing uh, but he'll know when I, he sees I, you next time he'd be like man i don't i don't like what i'm seeing look when you, you this this game is on game pass i would i welcome you i welcome you to play metro last light on hard mode or the hardest difficulty and see how you like it and don't try to be like oh well i'm not a dad no i don't want that i don't want that you're, you're gonna be at some point i want to see you try because like the i was just like i got to the point where well one i've already played the original but the main reason why i'm playing this right now so is you should I, know I what's really, going on i played the original on the pc and i played the original like five or six years ago the controls are completely different I know, I know, like the basics of the game. The ammo is your is your currency. You're living in the metro underground, but everything else I don't remember at all. I'm I'm going through this game, and I even started Metro Last Light of like s- several years ago as well. And I'm playing through, and I'm like, I don't remember a damn thing that I've done that I did at that point. None of this looked familiar. Um, 
so far was fun. I don't know if yeah. I'll stick through it, but the main reason I'm playing it is because Metro Exodus is out, and I want to be able to play that. Gotcha. I was going through my games last night to find Xbox Game Pass codes, uh, and uh, spoiler alert, I didn't find any, but mm-hmm. I ended up redeeming that uh, extra year that we bought on oh, did you? gold. Yeah, yeah and three so, months. Yeah, well, it's four months. Oh, it's four, four months. months. Oh, okay. So it's even better. Nice. Um, and uh, now my date is extended to f- February 22nd, 2022 which I thought was an, awesome. a fun little thing. Yeah. Um, the only game that I've downloaded so far is in, uh, the, the Inside, the game uh, from the yeah. people who made Limbo. Yep, yep. I played that. Yeah. I played it when I was in England on my, on my laptop. Yeah, so I'm going to try that next. Uh, I got rid of Forza Horizon, whatever, whatever. I will say this. Um, there was a game recently that I started on a really hard difficulty, mm. and then... Oh, and what'd you do? What game was it? It wasn't ABZU, right? That, that game is a. Uh... Oh, Abzu? No, there's yeah. no there's no difficulty level to that. Yeah. That's just. I tried. I I started that actually before I played Metro. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I don't remember, but you can bet that I have not. Oh, you know what? The game that I did that was probably uh, Bioshock Infinite when I restarted the game, mm-hmm. but I restarted the game Reza on the same difficulty level. All right. Yeah. What. Well, uh, Note that. Oh, I, also, I, I still again, have two games. I still have two games that are in the plastic wrap. Can you guess what they are? <laughs> yeah, you do. It's not Far Cry Five because you installed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played it a is, whole seven minutes. I I know one of them. It's, what is it? Wait, did you ever? Did you buy Spider Man? No, it's really cheap right now. No, but I did not buy it. Okay. Is it? Are they both Xbox games? No, I got one in one. Hmm. I know one of them, and I think one of them is a game that I've played, and I can't remember what it is, the Xbox one. What is that one? Uh, Assassin's Creed. Ah, okay. It's, it's a game I that I started. I didn't... It's not Odyssey. It's the Greek one. It's yeah, Odyssey. it's Odyssey. Yeah. I think so. Because um, I have. I've played, I've played probably like, I'll tell you exactly how much I've played. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I played nine hours. The last yeah. time I played it was May 24th. Yeah, I get nervous because every time Kotaku publishes something, they're like, oh, this like 300-hour game just got extended by 10%. I go, nope, not not ready for that. Yep. Um, and the other Fun one game, for though. PlayStation is yeah. God of War. God of War, that's what it was. Yeah, which oh, seems man. like it'd be a lot of fun, but I'm not trying to do another open world yet. I still haven't finished Red Dead. Oh, dude, I, I haven't made it anywhere in Red Dead. I just maybe made it to the settlement at some point, and I haven't yeah. touched it since. Dude, not a good look. You are I'm not finishing. You, exactly. Never, you're never, you're never, never finishing it. Never, never, never. Uh, the um, thank, the, thankfully, the only thing, the, the only good thing is that I can say is that I'm not at a point in my career where it's like, okay, at least I'm not a poor college student anymore. So these like purchases that I'm making that are really leading to no, no, no type of game time whatsoever, it doesn't hurt my wallet as much as it used to. It's yeah. still like it's still like ah uh, well you know if I got the game on release day it's like 50, 60 bucks that's wasted because I didn't actually get any utility out of it, but it does it's not the same as yeah. when I really had to like scrap together fifty or sixty dollars when I was in college it's not it's, it's not I don't have to like budget these purchases the way I used to yeah well you just got to make sure that whenever you buy a game now that uh you know you finish it the way you started it so that you set a good example for Gordon <laughs> I want to tell Gordon all this stuff when he's like. Gordon's like, man, this this like platformer is really hard. I'd be like, don't do what your dad would do. 
and we'll restart the game on a l easier difficulty. We'll see if Gordon even plays video games. He better play video games because we needed we need a dedicated third. All right. Yeah, but I I'm not gonna be look. I'm not gonna have my gun. I'm not gonna have my son playing games like you know uh, like Division until that'll be until that'll be a, that'll be a very not, interesting conversation. I'm not, I'm not Bill Simmons. Have, have you listened to Bill Simmons when he talks about his his kids and the stuff that he lets them watch and play? Yeah, well, he's an idiot. Um, <laughs> but it'd be really interesting to have that conversation. What, like, would you allow if, your if Gordon was nine years old? Yeah. Would you allow him to play Fortnite? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think Fortnite. Yeah. You're gonna allow maybe. your nine year old kid to yeah, play a game yeah. where he can shoot other people? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I played when I was probably make him stop when you get a credit card bill for five thousand dollars because of well, why would I connect? Why would I connect my credit card to it? Well, that's what you think. I guess the thing is, there's also, but like, again, yeah, that's what I think, right? Because I don't, because if I'm that far out of it, if say nine years down the line, I'm not connected to that world the way I used to be, I might not realize the transactions that can happen through the Xbox. Yeah, because my my credit card, I guess, is linked to my Xbox, but I could also just say I need to verify every purchase with like my password, which I think I might even do if I want to make a purchase through my Xbox. There should be like quadruple level authentication. Yeah, you should have to yeah. like type in a four letter code. You should be able to like sing four bars and like <laughs> you know answer a math question within ten seconds to like confirm these purchases. Yeah, exactly. Um. Did you see? I was talking to my uh, to Lena's stepdad. He was like, "Oh, did you hear about the little fifteen-year-old boy who won three million dollars in a Fortnite tournament?" I was like, "No, I actually didn't." The kid won like the the Fortnite World Championships or whatever they were calling them. They were yeah. playing at uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah, yeah, kid I did. But like, kid won three million dollars. You mean you know me? I don't. I don't. We're not in the Fortnite seat anymore, buddy. We uh, we're out, we're, at, we're out that game now. Yeah, we we flamed out. You no, know, I, he was he. The thing about the thing about this is it seems so accessible to everybody because like oh this is something that I play or it's 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 a hobby of mine right but you also have to think about it as well there are tons of people who play basketball but only only what how many people get get a spot on a team 30 times 15 yeah i mean get a spot on an nba roster right but you also don't have so, to be you know have a spot on an nba roster to be having a good time no, exactly. Um, but you're also only going to be able to make money from it if you are one of the best of the best of the best. Oh, so yeah. this this 15 year old kid, this 15 year old kid was you know top top of the game, and he made three million dollars. I don't know how far down you went on the on the leaderboards to finally stop making any type of money, but um, like I think you had to go pretty far down. There apparently his parents were getting really upset with him with how much he was playing. He was he was playing the game for like eight to twelve hours a day. Yeah. How do you play that much when you're in school? I don't get that. That'll never make sense to me. How much how much video games were you able to play when you were in school? Very little, especially up to high school. Very little. Yeah. Like I all the times I played video games, I'd like steal the controller from wherever my dad was hiding it. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you got a little bit of time, but you weren't going to be playing that thing until like three in the morning. No, God, no. I had friends who did, like you know, like Mark and them. They would play till really late, come to yeah. school at six a.m. just dead because they were playing Halo till like three, four in the morning. Right. Um, it's it's. Uh, but I had too much call. homework. I had too much homework. I was trying to get too many too many high uh, 
I wasn't even trying to get straight A's. I was just trying to make, you know, B's and A's and B's. Yeah. And I didn't have time for that. I, of course, yeah, I certainly, I, I, of course I played, but I wasn't playing eight to 12 hours a day consistently. And I know that to make it at that, t- at that level, that's what you got to be playing. So hell no, my son's not, I mean, <laughs> Gordon will not be doing that. I will toss what all of his stuff. What if, what if he is that good? <laughs> that's the thing. That's the funny thing, Would you thing, let your right? son stream? No. No, not oh, stream. Oh, man. Oh, man. Not you're stream. already not a cool dad. Uh, you're not going to stream, dude. The, the, you're just exposed to too much stuff at that point. Mm-hmm. It's, it's when you're, if you're, if you're streaming, you might as well just say, okay, unlock all the child filters because you, yeah. you're going to be exposed to everything. Anybody can say anything in your chat. Yeah. Anybody that you're being connected to. It's like, it's like Woody, right? You're getting connected to these people oh, who you Jesus. don't know. I'm not right. part of this world. So I don't know. Like if, if, if you're playing with Ninja, if you're that good and playing with Ninja, I still don't know Ninja. Right. Or if you're not playing with Ninja, you're playing with some other dude who's a pro. Like, why are you talking to my, my, my son? Like, why? You, what do? You, what interest do you have in this little kid? You're, uh, dude. Let's just be honest with each other. You've unlocked, you've progressed into a new difficulty level within life. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's no going back. I can't, I can't. I can't. I can't reset. You can't, you can't go back I can't, now. I can't. I can't turn it down. Yeah, man. Well, thankfully, um, we have so much help that, that it's not. It's yeah. like my my life right now is not Ranger hardcore. My my life right now is more like Ranger. Okay. And uh, hopefully we, we still have that help with us, that support system, because I don't want to say it's easy. It's not easy. Yeah, let's not, let's not say it's easy right? quite yet. But I, we're not we're not single parents. We're we we're not we're not parents in a country with no friends or family or a state with no friends or family. Right. Like we got people around here. So and you just started the job. Yeah. All that. All that. So yeah, you're good to that go. stuff is certainly new. But yeah. Yeah. Don't have any tight deadlines right now. Yeah. You're out of school. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, I don't want to spend uh, take up too much of your time, so why don't we get out of here? All right. Sounds good. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you guys next week.